Welcome to Bevington Banter, the show where we can sound like we're arguing even when we all agree. I'm Cassidy, and together with my brother Cade and dad Randy, each week we discuss a selection of news stories, topics surrounding the culture, and matters of freedom and faith. Thanks for listening. Follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Share it, and if you like what you hear, rate it five stars on Apple and Spotify. So the Supreme Court is killing it. Yes, except for babies. They're not killing babies. Except... Well, oh, not killing babies. <laughs> yes. I meant as making good decisions. Oh. Okay. So we talked about last time, obviously, the reversal of Roe v. Wade. We also talked about the decision upholding Second Amendment rights. And since then, we have had also the ruling in Kennedy versus Bremerton School District, which was the football coach who was fired after praying on the field, totally of his own free will. Students began praying with him. He didn't coerce anyone, didn't force anyone, and it was a silent prayer, and he was fired for it, so they upheld his uh, First Amendment rights, the free exercise and free speech clauses of the First Amendment protecting him, and then another case they decided on, West Virginia versus the EPA, which determined that the EPA was basically trying to do things... uh, execute powers that were not uh, that congress did not intend to delegate the authority to them whoa it's almost as if that exact wording could be applied to somebody like the atf as well right so that's why people are saying this could be a good decision going forward and preventing bureaucracies from putting regulations on us and like the Congress has to specifically delegate those authorities to them. The Supreme Court basically told the Congress to start doing your job again, and, yeah. Ta- yeah. and take and take responsibility for what your is your role, and which is what I commented on just a podcast or two ago about how everybody running for Congress needs to state that they are going to stop um, shirking their responsibility and and because they don't want to be blamed for it and letting the bureaucr- bureaucracies make all this legislation that's not their job and so that's that was what this case was and that's what the supreme court ruled that they the the these agencies do not have um the power and it's not their role to make these rules and laws and statutes and so that's the congress's job and that's what they need to do and i there's a number of people that were writing and saying that it has been intentional, and I agree on the Congress's part, to write opaque rulings and laws so that these agencies could go in and do whatever they wanted to do. So something interesting, I was reading through the opinion for this, and um, and really the EPA initially put forward this plan, and it was under another an act that ended up not getting passed through Congress. So then they kind of shifted and tried to find another way that they could still enact this plan. And so... One of the quotes from the opinion was that the agency discovered, uh, oh, so they they made a discovery in another act that was already passed that they said would allow them to do this. And so the quote was, and the agency's discovery allowed it to adopt a regulatory program that Congress had conspicuously and repeatedly declined to enact itself. So when I read that, I thought, I don't know how much this will carry over into other instances, because this was kind of a specific, Congress specifically had an opportunity to pass these things and didn't. So I don't know how strong it really is, Well, the decision. The reaction to it tells me that it has some teeth to it beyond this specific ruling, because the reaction has been from congressman is they've just been given more power and they don't want it Hmm. the bottom line is they basically more power more responsibility they flat out it goes hand in hand yeah they they completely said west virginia you can't tell west virginia how much coal power they can and cannot produce yeah which is a big deal yeah well this goes for where the epa was trying to tell people what um states what percentages of power they could get from coal fossil fuel, other um, natural gas, and other renewable sources. They were trying to put limits. Well, I'll give you a classic example in recent history, and that is when the CDC said, oh, there's a rent moratorium. The, the CDC has nothing to do with collecting rent. That, that's not within their power, within their purview, and yet they went out and they tried, and Congress was yeah, fine with it because that's what they wanted. Yeah. But it was emergency powers. 
It isn't their power. That's the whole point. And that's the, that's what I'm hoping that this carries over into areas like that. They don't have the right to do these kinds of things. It's not their jobs. Congress needs to be making these decisions because they are the only ones that are held accountable by the voter. The bureaucrats aren't. I know it's not a direct attack on this, but I would have to think that this decision would have made stock like Tesla go down a little bit. Just from, hmm. I mean, the government cannot regulate you know, where you're getting your power from. But I feel like this just takes, I feel like it kind of just kneecaps the EPA. I don't know how they're going to be able to go forward and ever say, well, you know, this many cars need to be this by so-and-so year. I mean, this is exactly, that's exactly the same thing. I mean, states can still do it. California is still going to continue to do it. But you can't tell everybody that their vehicles need to be electric by 2035. I I have nothing against, Tesla per se, but Tesla is overvalued and their stock does need to go down. And maybe someday down the road in 50 years, it, it should be as, you know, relatively speaking, as high as it is, but not right now. We are in no position to go to electric vehicles at the scale that they want to. Yeah, it's, infrastructure it's, alone can't do it, especially when you're telling us that we can't use coal and natural gas. There's which no produces way. 80% of the electricity that they're putting in their electric guitar- cars. They're doing rolling blackouts because we can't produce enough electricity to run the normal things, but everyone needs to switch to cars that plug in in their garage and charge overnight. It's not possible. So I just think that this, I think this could have an effect on, on things like that as well. So one other pretty large Supreme Court case ruling. And this one didn't necessarily go, I wish it, you know, would go the other way. And that was the Biden administration's rescinding of Trump's remain in Mexico policy. And so this was Biden v. Texas. And they found, they held that the government's rescission of the policy did not violate the Immigration Act. So they were allowed to, which, right. So I haven't, I didn't have a lot of time today, so I didn't get to read that one at all. But I believe that it's probably a, uh, a consolation decision? Con- what? Or a, a constitutionally a con- sound decision? No. A constitutionally sound decision? Yeah, I think I it's know, a sound decision because the president right. has the president. However, has, I wish that it could remain. The president has right. He has basically the control of immig- over immigration. Yeah, that's one of the few things he can do. And so, yeah, yeah as much as I don't like it, it is correct. Right. But that's the difference between us and them. Is that right? They would. Our yeah. principles sometimes. Uh, you know, cause us to have to do something we don't necessarily want to do, whereas the other side is, I want to do this, I'm going to do this, I don't care what you say. So what about the Kennedy versus Bremerton School District? The reaction to that has been pretty, sh- you know, well, I guess I should be surprised. And anyone comparing it to Colin Kaepernick is ridiculous because the NFL is not a public school. Right. Arguing that it violates the Establishment Clause is absurd in the highest order. There is no separation of church and state. That phrase does not appear in the Constitution. Um, We do have this statement that the government will not establish, you know, a religion. It's the Establishment Clause. Tell me how a lone man going out on a field and having a 30-second prayer asking no one to join him is anywhere close to the government establishing a religion. And at the fundamental level, you have to understand what the what the framers were, were doing in, when they wrote this in the Constitution is that they were saying the government can't impose itself upon religion, Correct. not that religion can't impose right. anything upon All government. All it says is that the government won't create, won't enact a state right. they uh, were recognized pro- religion. They were protecting the church from government, not yes. the government from church or religion. So it's just, it's absurd. And and yes, I um, if if a Muslim wants to go do it or whatever, they're they're welcome to do it. Right. And so the finding at the end of the opinion that was delivered was here: a government entity sought to punish an individual for engaging in a belief, quiet personal religious, oh, a brief quiet personal religious observance, duly protected by the free exercise and free speech clause of the First Amendment. The only meaningful justification the government offered for its reprisal rested on a mistaken view that it had a duty to ferret out and suppress religious observances, even as it allows comparable secular speech. 
Can you find where where is that anywhere remotely? Yeah, in law? they thought their their defense was that they said they had a duty to ferret out and suppress religious observances. Yeah, Hitler wow. had a duty to hunt down religious zealots and 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 ferret them out into concentration camps. It was his duty. <laughs> Since we're in the realm, are we still in the realm of the Supreme Court here? Um, yeah. I want to tie. Supreme, this whole thing could still be Supreme Court. Okay. Three weeks wanted, of Supreme Court. The uh, Back to the Dobbs ruling. Did you guys hear Janet Yellen when she said that the, this overturning of Roe v. Wade would have a huge financial cost on uh, due to women taking time off or leaving the workplace because of having children? And, and yeah, I heard th- that, but I thought she said it at a relatively, you know, normal volume. Janet Yellen. Oh. <laughs> My thought on that was, is you think that that's going to have a really detrimental effect on the economy, yet we've had Roe v. Wade in place for 49 years, and the economy is in a horrible condition. So tell me how Roe v. Wade was, you know— helping the economy be so strong because you managed to absolutely destroy it and you yourself admitted you didn't even understand what was going on when this inflation was coming. I've heard it's just um, so It's so stupid. I mean, how can these people be in office? I just don't get it. Businesses are basically coming out to white knight and say, well, we'll pay you this, this many amount of dollars so that you can go to a state where abortion is legal, get an abortion, and then come back and get back to work. That's yeah. essentially what they're saying. They're like, yeah, yeah I'll spend four thousand dollars. This is dystopia. It's, it's financially beneficiary to companies to actually yeah. do that because they get that to get their and worker so, back quicker. Now, live action, they posted on their Instagram: abortion is cheaper than maternity leave, and abortion is cheaper than hiring a temporary replacement employee. Abortion is cheaper than time off for family events and vacations. And so they put up the companies that they posted. Some of the main companies that have immediately said they're going to pay for their clients or their employees to have abortions. So do your best. This is going to be difficult, though, too. But don't give these people your business. If at all, you can do it. Yelp, Bank of America, Lyft, Amazon, Starbucks, Zillow, Airbnb, Microsoft, Reddit, Apple, Disney, PayPal, Match, Netflix, Tesla, MasterCard, Patagonia, JP Morgan, Dick Sporting Goods, DoorDash, Meta, Citibank, Bumble, Levi's. I bailed on Levi's a long time ago. I mean, I I have <laughs> Levi's was a little bit not very strong ending, huh? But I went down the list. <laughs> no, I, I bailed on Levi's because they have that one's the easiest. They though. have that one's like yeah, but they well, have Match dot com, Match dot com, and Bumble might be the easiest for me to for years. Out. They have <laughs> unnecessarily alienated their customers on their staunch anti gun stance, and I don't understand it. You sell jeans, like yeah. um, like you know. Americans everywhere wear jeans. Yeah. Let's just make half of our we need customers to angry. Costco to change their bank, their card through from City because it's Citibank. Shoot, I was like, some of these are not very hard to forego, but some of them, you know. Well, if you're going to get rid of if Apple Microsoft and Microsoft, and Apple, then so you have no you, computing you have power. So you got to have one. <laughs> Linux. So everybody, well, I guarantee you, code. I guarantee you that Linux is using something that's produced by Microsoft at some level. That's funny. That, I thought it was really funny the other day, though, because, yeah, th- this is this is dystopia. That's what this is. This is I'm, I'm reading Brave New World. OK, this is Brave New World. This is what they do. They are they are managing birth and they are brainwashing people for the benefit of just producing things for society for me it's it, it, it this is exactly brave new world it's really freaky but it, the funniest thing the other day was in going through this list that you just read and one of them is dick sporting goods matt yeah. walsh managed to call the the ceo of yes of <laughs> of dick sporting goods head dick or dick head yeah. called dick head dick's head dick's, dick's head, head. Dick, yeah. And so somebody somebody commented, commented the next day said, 
his ability to say that without missing a beat or breaking his smile was just, you know, he was so impressed. He goes, I would, <laughs> the guy, the commentator goes, I would have totally lost it. I could have never done that with a straight face. Of course, and Walsh is, of course, like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, when he read the comment later. Yeah. <laughs> it was so, Walsh is, oh, I love Walsh. We've, we've always, though, essentially promoted abortion as a, as a, a necessary, I don't even know if you'd call it evil, but just well, a necessary when, step on your way to success. So well, it, there's always the been some monetary We've been being conditioned for a long time. Yeah, yes. for a long time. And I saw Jesse Kelly um, float a question on Twitter last week that said something like, um, did we go too far with telling little girls, like raising a generation of little girls and telling them they can grow up to be the boss? And just telling them that oh, success is this. This is success. You know, you you have to go to college. You can grow up and be whatever you want to be. Yes, that's true. Yeah, mothers but included. But exactly. But we're Homemakers putting a included. little. We maybe we put a little bit too much emphasis on you know be the boss lady specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, alternative. So I would say you know it's going to be pretty much. If you can give all these companies zero business, I'd be very impressed. But do your best to not give them any more money than you absolutely have to. And instead, as you can do what I just did today, which I just went and toured our local crisis pregnancy center and just have right here filled out my application to become a volunteer and get trained to become a uh, to counsel and be a client advocate. So meet with the women when they come in and give them the truth and all the options. And You also have to go through a firefighting training course um for when the bomb bomb disposing through the front windows and um definitely you have to be willing to get down on your hands and knees and clean the graffiti off the sidewalks that say you're gonna die i didn't volunteer for the cleaning team there is a cleaning you can volunteer for that but graffiti cleaning team you know it's it's a little understandable though because the maintenance team too i didn't volunteer for that as far as the did we go too far it's they know what they're doing. Any, any, um, you know, good parent, father, mother, they have daughters and sons, and they're going to tell their daughters, "Yes, honey, you can do anything what you want to do. You don't have to be limited by what people, you know, these things that people might say." I mean, I mean, with Cassidy, I would have told her that whatever she wanted to accomplish, she could accomplish, and that she should she In should fact, do what you she did really tell me that. yeah. What she should do whatever she has a passion for, mom has two sisters there were no boys and you know their grandpa was the last male Cade and he taught all three girls that they could do whatever that they wanted to and they should never ha- they would not that they shouldn't have a husband but they should never be dependent upon a man or another person in order to make their way in life and that's what loving parents do so they use that and they take it to this other you know distorted level of um yeah your best go work go work in the widget factory inside your cubicle to make money for some other man so you can pay some other woman to raise your children or not have children i just think we elevated the wrong the wrong you know ideals we, the wrong we really said, this is what's good this is success right we Follow really track missed how unbelievably important motherhood is well, here's what I would to to Kate's point. Like, yes, we've totally just mislabeled like by giving success that very rigid definition. When really we should have been saying, success is living whatever God's plan for your life is. It's different. It's going to be different for everyone. Some of you, yeah, will be boss people. Some of you will be incredible homemakers and mothers who raise children who are knowledgeable and well adjusted and. Uh, good members of society uh you know it's it's gonna be some of you are gonna just have not maybe the boss lady but you know you're gonna be still a working woman or it's gonna be different my profession or vocation has always been you know when it comes to my relation with god my role as a husband my role as a father my vocation vocation is on the bottom of the list um i've always said you know being a successful parent is determined whether or not my kids are happy, productive, and, and uh, you know, when they become 35 years old. And that's that certainly is higher on the scale for me in labeling whether or not I'm successful than my vocation. 
Um, notice he, be, if we, he gave himself 35. a little bit of a window. He gave yeah, himself a little bit of a determined. window because I'm because he's like, well, man, I can't say Cade's because Cade's not there yet. So I I'll don't, give myself well, five I, more years. <laughs> no, I, I I would actually say we that I still I'm, screw this up for him. No, I would say that uh, in all honesty, I, I think that you're both already there, and you're gonna at, by the time you're 35, it's no problem at all. I mean, I'm just I have nothing but confidence that that because you're already there. So in another five years, I don't see that changing. That's good. <laughs> the, as Christians, I think that uh, you know we all have our fa- fa- our flaws, our weak points, and we all do things that we shouldn't do from time to time that aren't the best for our lives. But we're all going to do that. The Amen big, to that. The biggest thing is Christians. I, I there are people that are just never going to <laughs> to stray. <laughs> and, um, there are some people that they're not perfect, but they're just really uh, annoyingly not going to screw up their lives or just they're so together you know like mom that's really annoying but um but the rest of us if you can just keep from doing things that are destructive and hurtful to other people's lives around you as a christian you you, you're probably doing pretty good yeah it's it is a little frustrating to live with someone who is practically a saint Yes, we're all like, I, yes, we all have really yes. awesome spouses. We all, we've all married, we've all married have up. Problem too. <laughs> I think we all married up. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Yes, I. I Which is why we're the ones ranting on a podcast. <laughs> I can't be. The <laughs> <laughs> what if we just did a just spouses only podcast? There'd be sixty minutes of dead air. No offense. No, no they offense. Would talk, but that would be super no, mom's boring. Been with you for so long that she's you know got an edge, but. No, yeah, they would but be so agreeable. They would be so nice and agreeable. No, okay. Courtney has become an issue sometimes. She'll there's some of the things that she'll come up with very quickly where before she definitely wouldn't have. I don't know. Just like at a moment's notice, she could say something that absolutely shocks me. And there's <laughs> no way that she would have been like that before. We have we did that. I mean, how many years has it been since she's she's been around our family? 2008. Yeah. So, 14. I don't want to get too far away from Dobbs before I talk about this one more thing that I wanted to bring up. I had a, um, a, a text thread conversation with Corinne recently who wanted to know my opinion on something related to, uh, you know, abortion bans in certain states now that Roe has been overturned. So she was on an Instagram page and she shared a post that um, someone had sent a DM on Instagram and said, um, I don't have a platform, so I can't reach people like you can. Oh, and this yes. was this was um, then, you know, amplified by some bigger name on Instagram. Um, so it says, uh, I don't have a platform, so I can't reach people like you can, but please share this. I work in redacted on a small NICU floor our trigger laws went into effect immediately I have to assume that this is Kentucky then because it's the only one I could find that went into effect immediately Um, immediately after the decision we had a woman with an ectopic walk in at 11 30 p.m. last night we had to basically sit on her until the doc could speak with a lawyer her ectopic ruptured she then did not get her procedure done for another nine hours because the doc was working with the lawyer for so long trying to work around the laws and not lose his license by the time she had her procedure she had over 600 cc of blood in her abdomen she almost died i am so scared of how often we as nurses are going to see things like this now and not be able to do a thing about it we were all livid at huddle tonight whatever several co-workers in tears so she wanted to know my opinion on this so here's what i responded um, this is exactly what I text her. I, I already kind of looked into this when people started talking about it. As far as I can tell so far, all states that have these trigger laws had exceptions for non-viable pregnancies, such as ectopic and stuff like sepsis in the uterus. Not to mention, none of the trigger laws take place until 30 days after the decision. Since then, I realized that's not true. There was one state. Any doctor or hospital allowing things like this to happen are doing it for shock and awe so they can say, look at what they're doing. They're killing women. It's despicable. They should no longer be able to practice medicine anywhere ever. Then I said, not to mention, it looks like, and this is true, all the trigger laws have been judicially blocked since that decision was released. I also have a thing from Kentucky.com with an actual quote from the article that says, 
There are few exceptions to the ban. Doctors can perform an abortion if they believe, based on reasonable medical judgment, that it's necessary to prevent the death or substantial risk of death of a woman because of physical problems or to prevent the serious permanent impairment of a life-sustaining organ. However, there are no exceptions for pregnancies caused by rape or incest or for pregnancies in minors. Okay. To make your argument stronger also to um, piggyback on that live action follow them on instagram because this is not the only viral post that has gone out that everyone's sharing that is not true and we're not based in live action specifically posted a debunking of this post and other posts make sure following them and check it because they said 13 what that's exactly what i was going to say after a day of this kate and i discussed this and i've been thinking about it and hearing more i was going to say i will almost guarantee that story is false so they posted right um, like as soon as they could after it was going viral and said, as of Friday, they listed the states that enacted trigger laws. All 13 trigger states have carve-outs for pregnant women's life being in danger. They referenced, check this institute for details. Could this story have happened? Yes. But if that's the case, the physician should be held liable yes. for 100%. medical negligence. Yes. Any doctor that doesn't know that an ectopic pregnancy that burst, he is absolutely cleared and he must address it should be should have his medical license reviewed because he is an er, so removed because he's an link, idiot i'm going to link in the show description the um a link to the live action post so that you can read the original message and what they said about it there was a doctor complaining that substantial risk of death was too difficult to define and too vague and i said that's ridiculous they're weaponizing it um but but also I actually do think that it's too vague. I said, um, I actually agree with that. We should take every serious low viability condition and list it in the law by name, not only to keep doctors legally safe, but to make sure that that vague wording isn't used in the other direction. I want some of the vagueness taken away so that you don't get some pro-life doctor who has a pro-life DA in their county who will say, oh yeah, that was okay. Oh, that was okay. And never bring charges on somebody who's doing it you know, just because they're in a pro-life state doesn't mean that the, you know, the, the, the local um, DA will bring charges. Um, but but my, my biggest fear is that they won't perform the emergency, the emergency procedures to spite this decision. They will let women die or come close to death to make a point. They did it with COVID. They will do it again. There will be a death toll ticker at the bottom of CNN. Women who have died from pregnancy since Roe was struck down. Hmm. I, I am honestly terrified of that. And they'll say, well, I couldn't do anything about it. She died well, because Roe doesn't exist anymore. I agree with you that they could get more specific, but their concern over this idea that they have to be absolutely provable in a court of law that they made the exact right decision is nonsense. All they have to prove is that they it was reasonable for them to think that there was a that this was you know, problem, really problematic and they're, yeah. and they can act and they're covered. So anybody that one, if they tell you the difference than that, they're lying or two, they are really stupid and they shouldn't have their medical license removed. It's, it's the same total thing with nonsense. It's the same thing with police officers. When they use force, they just have to have reasonable justification. And the burden of proof is on whoever's bringing the charges on them. It is yeah, very prove difficult. It, prove it's intent. very difficult to prove intent against a doctor when they say, I legitimately was concerned that this woman would die. They will be safe unless and unless it was legitimately unreasonable, in which case they probably shouldn't be practicing medicine anyway. And not only that, this is no different than any area of medical treatment that they, you know, that they perform every day. Yeah. Risk. It's all all of it is definitions. And, and you can come you can come close to the line in the medical profession all the time. It's not just about abortion. You have to make decisions that are right there on the line constantly. You, you know the the other post that had gone that everyone said um, that was going around that said the treatment for an ectopic pregnancy is abortion. The treatment for a whatever is abortion. The treatment for a miscarriage is abortion. Like if you don't get it, these women will die. And I I actually didn't know that in the medical documentation in your medical records and medical terminology terminology they don't it doesn't say if you have a miscarriage it doesn't say miscarriage it they only they term it it says an abortion they might say a spontaneous abortion yeah courtney told me what the actual term is and i can't remember but it has the word abortion in it so i there's there are people that i know that have had miscarriages and in their medical records it says 
abortion because and now they have it in their mind they think that what that means is that because their body didn't eject the miscarriage they had to have it induced that they think that their treatment was an abortion and i actually reached out to someone who shared this and shared their story to tell her like purely i'm not trying to start any kind of argument i just truly want to alleviate your fear that what you that the treatment that you receive you wouldn't be able to receive again if this happened to you again and told her there's no law there's no pro-life law that would uh prevent this kind of treatment and what you had like your miscarriage is termed in your medical records as an abortion a spontaneous abortion and so that might be why you're seeing this and most of the pro-life laws don't just say abortion but they say abortion specifically ending the life of correct the fetus you have to end the life yes you have to in the law you have to end the life of the fetus for it to be considered illegal so just because they put abortion when they have to do like what are they what do they call it dni which yeah. is where they that is not that is not against the law in any pro-life state. Correct. Well, that's yeah. I mean, mom's had several. I mean, miscarriages and had to have a they called him a DNC back then. OK, it might right. it might her, be DNC. Her medical I records have... don't say miscarriage. They say they would be on there as abortion. Yeah. Some well, kind a, kind, a miscarriage would be cons- they call nowadays a spontaneous abortion. Spontaneous abortion. Right. But that's, I didn't but, know that. But that's not illegal. I mean, nobody's going to get who's, who are you going to prosecute? Yeah. God. When did they yeah. change? When did they change that terminology? I wonder when they I started using that. I don't know. I'd like to know if it was recent. I'd like to know if it was in preparation for this. <laughs> not that recent. This is a post from the National Association of Gun Rights. And um, there was a headline um, SCOTUS overturns mag bans, assault weapon ban, and carry ban, quote, go back and redo in light of what we said in Bruin. This means that the Ninth Circuit now has to apply text, history, and tradition and those uh, on those anti-gun laws. So basically, um, you did it wrong, do it again. It's basically like big daddy court telling little court, no, do it again. Um, but this time you have to apply what we said in Bruin to all of these decisions. And basically, even if the Ninth Circuit doesn't overturn them, the Supreme Court is basically challenging them. If you don't overturn it, it's going to get kicked up to us and we're going to do it anyway. Uh, Because this is the whole um, where they talked about. This is where you see the Supreme Court maybe doing a little bit of an overreach on that New York uh, Pistol Rifle Association versus Bruin. Um, where they branched off a little bit into this 14th Amendment equal protection under the law, because that's not exactly what the case was about, but they still referenced it and used it and said you can't apply one set of rules to in one state. I mean, because these are federal courts. They're not state courts. However, they seem to rule differently when it's a law being in chal- challenged in California versus a law being challenged in Missouri. And they're saying you can't do that. You have to apply it equally. So... Basically, they took a bunch of cases and said, do them again. Well, I understand your point about maybe you think they went a little bit too far, but unless you interpret all gun rights questions in, in gun cases in light of the Second Amendment, which is federal, then it's not an overreach. Yeah. Um, Wait, I'm sorry. So I, this is not what Dad had oh. originally said to talk about on this. So I'm a little, so I was caught off guard. So is what you're saying that basically the Supreme Court told lower courts, now this might overturn other things rulings like they've made in the past yes. they and, not only said it might okay. they basic i mean they told the ninth circuit do it again which would be cool yeah do it again <laughs> but you have to apply the text from the bruin case that we just decided okay um now so i, I saw another person post um uh the scotus just changed the game in our favor this is obviously a pro-gun organization um and actually ruled on chevron how it's supposed to be used. Uh, This means major policy changes by regulatory agencies must get congressional approval. Um, So it kind of went in line with the whole EPA. The whole West Virginia. The EPA thing, yeah, Chevron Um, difference, yeah. So yeah, regulatory agencies must get congressional approval. This could have major implications in our fights with the ATF. Um, Like I said, the ATF does the exact same thing. Insert agency here. Bureaucracy. OSHA. Yeah. So the thing that 
the story that dad put on here was that the lawyers that won this case were then asked to leave their firm. This is where I just, I referenced that in that winning cases in these kind of things and even elections may not really be enough of dealing with what we're up against. When you have lawyers that win a case before the Supreme Court, that looks pretty good for your law firm. And then the law firm tells them, uh, you need to go now. Yeah, because just they may have won the case, but it's not good for their ESG score. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> that's because, exactly what it is. No, it is. And that's what's going on. The same thing now is we're seeing it again with the whole BlackRock and BlackRock, you know, some some bank wants to uh, yeah, invest in energy exploration with an oil company and BlackRock says, Ooh, if you do that, we're not gonna probably be able to invest, you know, with your bank and so the bank says, Oh, then I guess we can't invest in the oil company and on and on and on and it's like that that is not the free market. We are no longer anywhere close to operating into what we thought was the free market capitalist system that we wanted to operate in. I, I have um, an upcoming meetings with uh, new financial folks um, because the person that our financial uh, person just retired and the person that br- took over for her um, wore idiot still wearing a mask. Um, so I, I can't do business with somebody that stupid. Um, that was my experience going in to get my Mac. Like, looked at too after I spilled water on it. Was the first place I went was, like, two old ladies in masks. And I was like, uh, no. So <laughs> I'm going to tell I, – I really – the person I'm going to meet with, I want to know what they know about Strive Asset Management because this is um, Vivek Ramaswamy who's doing the same thing that like a Black Rock or Vanguard. That's just what he's going to – he's starting. But they are not – doing this whole nonsense ESG. I want to I want my money invested through them, not yes. through BlackRock. Yes, make well, me money. We'll find out and report back. Make me money, win me cases. Don't it's not make, about Make make me jeans, make me je- blue jeans yes. and sell a lot of them. Yes. Did you see the clip on CNN of the the White House representative saying that they needed to advance the liberal world order when yes. they were yeah it's an 18 second clip which i'll send to you and you can drop it in right here what do you say to those families who say listen we can't afford to pay 485 a gallon for months if not years this is just not sustainable what we heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes this is about the future of the liberal world order and we have to stand firm um, so that is, deal that is a representative so, from the White House. Okay, but that's a screw you. We exactly. we don't care if this destroy. We know this is going to hurt you, and just but this is what we want in the long run. So we're doing it anyways. That goes along with that whole um, um, Larry Fink saying that we have to manipulate people to get them what we want them to do. Yes, that is so elitist. Oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, remember, like. Uh, out of touch. Remember, like a month and a half, two months ago, I was saying every society, all society. The world is no longer being divided by national borders; it's being divided by class. Yeah. We have a class of people in the world that the, 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 that's how the world is now divided. It's not by borders. I would like to reference a text in that thread with Corinne about the pro-life thing that she that she sent to me. She said, "We are literally just pawns. Our lives do not matter. They just see humans as opportunities to make a point." To which I responded, you sound super cynical. John has taught you well. (laughs) Um, Yeah, she's not wrong. But yeah, I mean, that's exactly what we're talking about. What about the, we now, the numbers up, I think last I heard it was 51 people that died in the back of a semi-van trying to be smuggled into the United States and nothing is being done to change yes, what's going on at the border. Yes, yeah, they told, we're yeah. overturning where they're, they're making it worse. They're, oh yeah. Rem- they're <laughs> overturning yeah, they're remain, remain in Mexico. In Mexico. Oh, they overturn yeah. remain in Mexico. And did you they hear are though, doing something? Uh, um, what does Walsh call her? Um, Jean, Maybe we should start a body count. Maybe we should on Fox what's news. Her name? Have a a Fox news ticker lives. Yeah. Immigrants who have died in the Rio Grande trying to cross the border. What's, Oh, Jean, what's he call her? Jean Pierre, Pierre, Peter, Walsh calls Jean, what's her name? The, no, oh, K- JP, K- what's J, uh, the, the new press secretary? Karine Jean-Pierre. Yeah. He calls her Karen Jean. Karen Jean. Yeah, yeah. 
Whatever. I hear people call her KJP. Anyways, um, after this came up and she was asked about it, she goes, oh, the border's, the, the border's closed. That's exactly what she just said. The border's closed. What? 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 Alternate dimension do you live in? I mean, that was so bizarre. Yeah, she just got, she just dropped in through a wormhole from somewhere where apparently they did build the wall a few years back. What's her name? What was the previous lady's name? Peppermint Patty? Jen Saki. Jen Saki. She was really horrible at her job, but this lady is really horrible in a a whole different way. Speaking of people who are given jobs just you because of their race that. and gender Black. and yeah, I don't care. Lesbian or something. Affirmative action Jackson is official. Right. Official. Correct. Yeah, she has been sworn in. So officially, she now is serving a lifelong appointment in which I will refer to her and hopefully everybody else does too as affirmative action Jackson until the day she retires or dies. Would you see the Babylon Bee um, luckily said the Supreme Court is putting gender neutral signage and things on their bathroom so that she'll know what to do. How can she Perfect. judge anything when she can't even judge herself? She would have to, be to a recuse, her, recuse herself from every case that mentioned the word woman. I know. Instead, or it had anything to do with. Instead of having to do the gender neutral bathrooms, the alternative is to simply. Um, to have her go back to school to become a biologist. That is that would work too. Or we could just have her watch Matt Walsh documentary What, what is, is a Woman? A woman? Well, and then she'll know and then everything will be okay again. I recently went in and updated my um my resume because I found out I I am in fact a biologist because I in fact do know the difference between a man and a woman. And if that's what makes you a biologist then I guess I'm a biologist. Where is your degree from? I don't need a degree. I know the difference between a man and a woman. That's all that that's all apparently that's required. That's it's honorary. Wait, the University of Life. I'm an amateur expert in human nature as well. Yeah. After thirty two years in ministry, yes. I may not be a have a degree, but I'm an expert in human nature. And it's fallen. <laughs> 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 I don't know, no breaking news alert here it's not it's plummet it's not just falling it's the falling is plummeting yeah like i said we're three quarters of the way through the book the fall, fall of man. man yeah it's actually the abolition of man but yeah speaking of fallen men or fallen people uh i'm embarrassed to share a name with cassidy Hutchinson? Yeah. Did did you hear um I think less of you. Uh just I not, denounce not her for all the rest of all Cassidy's. We denounce Cassidy Hutchinson. What about people whose last how names are Cassidy? Not what about Hoplong? How about did Butch? she not think that she was gonna get exposed? Oh, I have Well, okay. By um, the way, this is a woman who, if you're living under a rock, testified in the January sixth hearings and just I told some outrageous stories. I Perjured heard from herself. such and such that whatever and uh, said something to, to the, the effect, effect of, of and remember Vinman when he when he testified about the phone call thing yeah. and the people that were testifying about that again, just like this case, weren't in the room. And they weren't like, even show. there. Everything you're saying is hearsay. But, you know, I heard May and Kelly make a great point, And this is what I don't know why more people aren't just singing this from the mountaintops this is why you have people under oath you have lawyers involved you have examination and cross examination and call other witnesses that are involved in it because if you do that so much of this testimony just absolutely gets destroyed and none of that is happening yeah because it's a trial with no defense Immediately, like two secret secret service agents who were there were, were like, "Yeah, we'll testify to the." Yeah, that, that didn't uh, happen. To the yeah, that, that <laughs> I'm the happen. guy. I'm the guy with the clavicle, and Megan, it didn't, that didn't happen. Megan Kelly said, "Because I I would have loved to have gone all those cases I tried in court with no with, with no, no opponent team. <laughs> <laughs> It'd been awesome. <laughs> I'd like to yield the remainder of my time to my opponent. <laughs> oh, I have no opponent. <laughs> in the in oh the my uh, gosh. for for fairness in the interest of fairness ding there's another 
mark that one for our Brian Regan special. I I heard um, <laughs> I heard uh, I think it was Whoopi um, say you know about Thomas uh, Clarence Thomas that he better be careful because otherwise pretty soon he's going to be back to where he's only one quarter of a person. No, re- it's, re- it's re- three refer- fifths. Refer- mistakenly referring to the three fifths. Uh, so she didn't amendment. even get that right. No, she not said only does she, she not said one what the quarter. Three, not only does she not way, understand what the three fifths compromise was. Abolitionists she, are the ones that wanted them to actually yeah, be worth less the, because they didn't want slave owners to force their slaves to vote in favor the, of the, slavery. No, no, no. The slave no, they would get holders, represent, They weren't voting. Right, they got representation they based yes, on population. Okay, yeah, more representation. More representation. So slaveholders right. wanted to count wanted slaves to as whole person. people. It yeah. was the Northerners who said, no, 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 because you're going to do that to get overdue um, representation, representation in Congress. They don't get a vote, but you're counting so they, them like you get to. So they yes. compromised at three fifths. It was it better for them to be three fifths than to be one or else there would have been over representation of slave states. And they would have never gotten rid of gotten slavery. Yeah. The fact well, that's that not true because we, we still would have probably fought the well, war. Well, maybe, but yeah. it, as far as. There was no congressional way it was going to go away because the South would have been overrepresented. I saw. So, I saw. Yeah, she literally said one quarter. He's going to be. He's going to be one quarter of a person. I saw somebody make a joke. I think it was Andrew Schultz that was doing a show, and he talked about, "Oh man, it's Juneteenth. Y'all know what Juneteenth is." He said, "You know, they don't have it this year, but um, but you know, soon this is America, so they're going to be having Juneteenth sales. Everything's three fifths off." <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> I thought, I was... and the crowd basically like did that thing where you're laughing but you're too yeah. afraid to really laugh, so they went, "Oh, you know that kind of thing." I thought it was so funny when Clavin goes, "How does a show with co-hosts named Yes, um, Sunny, Whoopi, and Joy put forth so much misery?" <laughs> <laughs> What's um on uh on Pat Gray? They call them the Coven now. Oh really? Oh yeah. yeah. Pat uh, Pat Gray that he and Stu were filling in. Uh, Glenn Beck's been gone, and when they, one of the uh, rulings of the Supreme Court is uh, dealing with prosecution of crimes on Indian reservations. Yes, and he went. He started like quoting this whole. It's an old song from the '70s, Cherokee Nation, or something like that. Yeah, it's he called, did it on. Paul yeah. It was it was hilarious. Yeah, he does it on his he show. He does all it the time, all the too. time. It's not a, it's not just an occasional thing. Oh, I, that's the first time I ever no, heard it. No, it's a normal bit on Packers. It was show. there. It was there so are funny. things, and it's this was it's a rolling joke. That there are so many rolling jokes on Pat Gray that you can hardly live a normal life without hearing something trigger a Pat (laughs) Gray joke in your head. If you are a a faithful listener to Pat Gray, you will hear something almost every day in your normal day life that triggers a Pat Grayism. I find. And then when you say it in a weird way, everybody thinks you're crazy. Yeah. (laughs) I find Stu to be the funniest one. I don't know why, but I find myself more than ever hearing something. And just all of a sudden, Everybody at work thinks I'm so weird because I'll just go, there's a hole in the sky where, where a tree, tree once was. was. Somebody's <laughs> making money. <laughs> I can't hear, like, like such as. Yeah, like such as the Iraq. <laughs> the Iran. <laughs> go listen to Pat Gray. Hey, so we want to end on a totally non-political topic i guess we do those that's relevant to that's not in my that's outside my contract so usc and ucla will be joining the big 10 in 2024 which will make for very geographies out the window but also um interesting uh back and forths in our family it'll be interesting so apparently yeah geography doesn't mean anything anymore so the sec that's unimportant. The Big East, unimportant. Um, you know, yeah, every every ACC has, unimportant has a geographical reference in the name or a number, none of which apply yeah, now. So we none of which matter. So and so what are we up to now? Fifteen teams or fourteen, fifteen teams? I think teams it's gonna be like sixteen. It's gonna be sixteen. I, I would think you would go for so, sixteen. So you have Rutgers, New York in the yeah. Big Ten, and, and, and UCLA, Los Angeles, USC, California. California. Yeah. New York to L.A. I said, literally, <laughs> why don't they just make like another semi 
like professional college oriented football league just yeah. another pro- yeah because because literally like power five because we're at right now we're at power two and a half but you could argue that the acc and within a couple years the best teams are going to leave it too and we'll be at two i was listening cool. to crane and company talk about it and basically saying that they would have a you know you'd have you're going to end up with your power four you're going to end up with four conferences of 16 teams and whoever doesn't make it in is going to end up basically being a different oh, like relegation di- is going to be like a different well you know what that okay. Now you're talking like a professional so, soccer on, fan. Yes. And yeah. Why don't get you just admit yes. this is a, this is a professional no, level no, no, no. now? They do this on on Dan Patrick's show. They talk about this. Why don't you just basically have one super conference and we have like relegation? So yeah. if you don't make playoff, you don't make the playoff or whatever, then you're out and we bring the next team in yes. next year. And then do well in the bottom league, and when someone gets yeah. kicked out, you'll be back in. Then you get to be with the big boys. Yes, I, I could see something like that. Um, by the way, just so everyone knows, Crane and Company. I love I I love Daily Wire. Crane and Company is kind of garbage. Yes, I it's, would agree. I don't oh, listen to it. Oh my it's gosh, I wish it was better because it's so bad. I will listen to it. By I the would way, like to do their sports show. I only I listened to it because show. I was shocked by the USC UCLA news. I was like, yeah. I got to listen to something sports. Yeah. But I, what am I going to listen to? Well, let's yeah. listen to Daily Wire sports show. No, I only listen. to Terrible decision. Year, Don't listen to it. It's sports. bad. It's bad, yeah. bad, bad. They interviewed their high school football coach on there yesterday because just because he's a coach at UAB now. But it's bad. It's not good. Hey, um, Florida's in the SEC, correct? Yes. Yes. So A and M left the Southeast. Here's one my point. A and M left. And went into the SEC, and there was yeah. another team recently that left wherever they and went into SEC. You yeah, got Texas, 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 Texas Oklahoma. Texas. You got these Texas teams coming Oklahoma. in. So there, there is, yeah, the big two. Oklahoma is not in the Southeast, y'all. The the big two. Where's your two and a half? The ACC, ACC, Clemson. Yeah. They still have Clemson, and in some sports they have other, you know, Duke basketball. Well, the, um, right? in, in order to get the, um, I think the SEC this past. Before you add Texas, Oklahoma, are they at 12 or 14? 14? I don't know. Same as the Big Ten? I think so. Because what you should be doing is, no offense, but see a Vanderbilt and bring in Clemson. And I I would bring in Florida State over like somebody like, um, who's another garbage team in the S? Arkansas. Have they been okay? They're usually pretty Uh, bad. They're really good at softball and baseball. Okay, cool. Sports that bring in money. Sports that people care about. Football. And football. football, basketball. That's yeah. it. And no offense, but it's uh, it's men's football, men's basketball. Those yes, are the money yeah. makers. And really, even then, it's men's football. Did, did uh, the Angels lose last night, like eleven to four? After we didn't play last okay. night, but Linda a couple Olds days ago, yes, a couple days ago, we had that- three. Three home runs within four at bats. Uh, Trout and Otani went back right. to back, and we lost. And Otani was like three for three, and they lost. Yeah. And that then guy fascinates me. I've been not paying attention car- to baseball so long. The team. I show up. Because then I watch like then one the next game. Night he pitched. I'm like, who's this guy pitching, but also batting? So after he had literally the two best games, no one has ever had uh, eight. Eight RBIs in a game and a game with 13 or more strikeouts, and he did both back-to-back nights. Okay, Cassidy, here's yeah. your meme. Otani is Bugs Bunny. Bugs oh, Bunny, first base. One, Bugs two, Bunny, second base. Yeah, Bugs Bunny, third one, base. Two, three, Bugs out. Bunny, Bugs Bunny, catcher. Bugs Bunny, pitcher. He is. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. He hits a screamer. Otani Bunny. <laughs> Bugs Otani. That's what they start calling him, Bugs. That's his new nickname, Bugs. Make yeah. it happen. That's the old Peppa boy. <laughs> Attention, please. Attention. There's been a slight change in the teetotaler lineup. Catching, Bugs Bunny. Left field, Bugs Bunny. Right field, Bugs Bunny. Pitching, Bugs Bunny. Third base, Bugs Bunny. Center field, Bugs Bunny. First base, Bugs Bunny. Shortstop, Bugs Bunny. Second base, Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. 